Hey guys, Paul here from Meldrum Performance Coaching. So, new podcast, new exciting thing. So, it's starting all over again because I tend to do that. So, in this episode, we're going to be talking about, it's going to be a three-part episode, we're going to be talking about nine mistakes I made while running a gym. And for those of you that don't know, I ran a very, well, oh, yeah, a very successful gym called DCL Performance in Sydney's North Shore for a period of around, it would have been a decade at least, that we had DC Health open. And when we had it open, we went through a number of different expansions. We started off quite small, well actually started off in a really small room, uh, literally smaller than the room I'm in now. We then expanded multiple times until we eventually had a facility that rivaled a fitness first in terms of size. So we certainly had a lot of success. Along with that success, we had a lot of, a lot of failure, a lot of disappointments, a lot of things that we could have done better. But you know, experience is your best teacher possible. So in this three-part series, I want to talk about the nine mistakes or nine of the mistakes that we made and what I would do differently now. So each of these episodes will come out Monday, Wednesday, Friday. So the reason we're doing this now is that gyms are opening up again very soon in Sydney, Australia, where I'm located and all throughout Australia with the COVID lockdown rules. So it's very, very important to share these lessons now. The timing couldn't be any better. So the first mistake that we made was not planning well and not planning enough. And we had plans and you know we thought about how, many th- how things would go and how many clients we need, but we really didn't plan it well enough or take enough time. When we expanded, we actually had plans to go to a place that was about half the size uh, but unfortunately, it got taken from the market right from under our noses just as we were about to sign the lease. Now, this place would have been absolutely fantastic. And because we had an expiring lease, we were kind of pushed to hire a place and we ended up overcommitting to something. And it didn't give us the time to plan what we needed to. When I work with students now, I am over the top with planning. I want to make sure that every single detail of what they're doing with their new service offerings and everything else is up to date and they have strategies and contingencies for everything put together straight away. So we went into this actually not knowing what service we were offering, which sounds absolutely crazy. Now we knew we were doing PT and mainly focusing on semi-private personal training, but we didn't know what our price point would be. We didn't have it planned out fully. We kind of improvised our price point based on where we were in the past and we changed multiple times over time that we were in the facility. We weren't aware of all the council stuff that you needed to do. We weren't aware of the insurance stuff, a lot of logistical stuff. We didn't even have an actual floor plan done. We just bought the equipment we wanted or that we thought would be cool. And then we would put that into the facility, which was absolutely crazy when you think about now. We didn't even have our program design template done or a program design system. So if you are going to go into a gym, and set one up now, I would highly recommend that you reach out to myself or someone else who's running a successful gym at the moment, they're probably even better, and actually go through your, pay them some time, pay them for their time, and go through your plan and what you have done. Because what they're gonna be able to do is offer you the benefit of their experience and all the things that they, all the mistakes they made, and they will see where you are falling short. Now, second thing that we didn't do so well, and this one particularly falls on me, uh, a lot more so is doing it all. So when 
we're running the gym and when it was happening i've got a list here of the things that i was doing it was a little bit ott so when it was open i coached i coached from all day i did all the programming i did the financial stuff uh, i did sales and i did uh, consults all the time uh, cleaning hiring customer service admin strategy and treatment sessions as just a small list of things that i did on the day-to-day -day in the gym now depending on the size of the facility and number of staff that you have those things may be necessary. So if you're running a small facility where it's just yourself, maybe one other staff member, doing all those things may be part of your job. However, we were running a large facility where we had at one point 12 staff uh, and two owners. So the fact that I was doing all those things while we had 12 staff was incredibly inefficient. And a lot of that was a problem of me not wanting to let go of the gym and you know not trusting staff and or educating them enough to help get them to do that and to help me with those tasks. So what I recommend you do is you have a look at what you're doing in the gym, uh, have a look at your task and how can you actually get rid of some of them and send them out. Like sending out, for me doing payment uh, and taking care of customer payments was a massive waste of time. Uh, it's a very simple task that anyone can do. It can be automated quite quickly. Uh, I would manually do every single little thing and check everything each week. That didn't need to happen. So that's something that you can definitely learn from. And then finally, the third month for this episode, a mistake that we made, was hiring too fast. So we were really lucky when we moved in there. Like We obviously didn't have the best plan that you could possibly have. Um, but we're very lucky that we got in there in kind of like the golden age of Facebook advertising where you can post before and after and hey join our program and you get a hundred leads join up and that's exactly what happened we had so many leads come in and we had to keep up with the demand we needed to have more trainers in one day we hired four coaches in one interview we hired four coaches so we had a group interview where we went into the seminar room again i would never ever rent a place with a seminar room anymore because you just don't use it enough um and we hired four coaches one day do you think we had time to educate them properly and to involve them in our systems or we just had so many that we kind of had to throw them into the fray and see who would survive Unfortunately, we took the second option, so we hired way too fast at some time. So one of them we had to let go within two weeks because uh, he wasn't, he didn't, he was just showing up late to shifts and drinking coffee straight away. So like drinking coffee, he'd get there late, make coffee and drink that before training clients, which was absolutely crazy because he didn't have expectations laid out to him. He thought it was very laid back. Uh, other stuff, none of those staff members lasted more than three months uh, because again, we didn't veto it properly. We didn't interview properly. We kind of did a group interview, said we like these guys, we need people, let's get them on board. Uh, so those three mistakes, if you make them, will cause massive ramifications for your business's long-term survival. So stay tuned for the next episode where I talk about my next three mistakes and how you can deal with them.